Across the Board Sports is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Daily prop bets for all kinds of sports where thousands of dollars are up for grabs every single day. Want free money? Use the code ATB at sign up for a free $10. Download the free app in the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. And don't forget, use the code ATB at sign up for a free $10. Across the Board Sports, unique sports coverage. Hey, one play at a time, huh? Play for each other. Love y'all. Hey, enjoy it today. Control the emotion. It's going to be live, but we're going to make it even live. Here we go. Win on three. One, two, three. Win. Baby, need some shoes. Let's go, boys. Game now. Game. Love you. Love you too. We got one goal. Let's f***ing win. You shoot. I shoot with you. Here we go. Win on three. One, two, three. Win. circles the wagons like the buffalo bills ladies and gentlemen welcome to another edition episode three of across the bills brought to you by across the board sports and myself Paggy, and of course steffi because bills mafia um she has five pages of notes right now so we got a lot to talk about because five pages of notes um, starting off is, of course, last year this time, Twitter was a buzz because apparently Stefan Diggs was at a Duff's. And once again, apparently Stefan Diggs decided to come to Buffalo and get chicken wings at Duff's for the second year in a row. So everybody's like, oh, Stefan Diggs is coming to the Buffalo Bills. Like, really? It didn't happen last year. I don't think it's going to happen this year. And- I tweeted this out just a few minutes ago, and I said the same thing. I just don't see it happening. And even the Vikings GM, Rick Spielman, said that there's no reason to think that they will be, that he'll be playing anywhere else. He's just, like, too much of an offensive weapon for them. Yeah. So I would disregard the rumors. Oh, absolutely. And especially, especially the fact that it has seemed that the – conglomerate of Sean McDermott and Brandon Mean, they love their draft capita. They they love having their draft picks. They will only trade said draft picks like if they absolutely need to. AKA like when they traded up to get Josh Allen or they traded back in the draft to get more players. Like it's the thing of Brandon Mean looks at draft picks as <laughs> something that's important because the Buffalo Bills have had this tendency to draft players in the later rounds that turn into stud-type players. And case in point, Matt Milano. Matt Milano was a fifth-round pick. Now look at what he is. It's he's become one of the he's become one of the dominant players on that defense. It's similar to Jerry Hughes. Jerry Hughes was a free agent signing from the Indianapolis Colts. Look, and the man's had a brilliant 10-year career here. So it's the thing of Brandon Bean likes to find value in all draft picks. And if he can find value in draft picks in the later rounds, he's going to. 
but he's also shown the propensity not to be afraid to trade them early round picks to get up to get a player they want, aka the possibility that they might do something to uh, draft the wide receiver that you tweeted about and his four his four two speed, uh, Mr. Henry Ruggs there. Yep. Yep. Um, I, if, since we're switching over to uh, what's going to go on with the draft, um, I kind of did some research on Henry Ruggs, and he had said that uh, his style, he, he had overlapped with uh, Brian Dable uh, when uh, he was playing at Alabama, and he thinks he would be a good fit for the system. And he's just an overall improved route runner, which we need. Um, so I'm starting to go on the Henry Ruggs hype train. Oh, oh, I'm I'm totally I'm totally with you on it because Henry Henry Ruggs filled every need that the Buffalo Bills need in a wide receiver. He yep. he's taller. He's got speed. He can run routes. So he he's a threat like on the deep ball, but he can also run that them routes over the middle of the field, which when you have a man that fast, you're you're going to focus on him, which opens up the ability for a Dawson Knox, a Cole Beasley, for Josh Allen to hit them even intermediate routes to hit to your slot guys. And right now, the Buffalo Bills wide receiving core, you have a lot of speed on it. Like outside of Cole Beasley, which has decent speed, but he he's a great route runner. You get somebody at like a and a Henry Ruggs ability on that offense, and he's familiar with the system that Dayball runs. The sky's the limit for that offense right out there. It's the thing is, I know there's been a lot of random mock drafts on Twitter, and everybody's <laughs> like, "Oh, we need to go edge rusher in the first round." To be honest. There's still free agency. Like the Bills might the Bills might go uh, granted I don't expect them to sign 15 players like they did last year. But it's the thing of they could go out sign one or two guys and make and find that edge rusher and then completely in the first round first two rounds of the draft focus solely on the offense and learn to help that offense even more. So, one person I do have in my notes is Chase On. I believe that's his, how you pronounce his name. Okay. Um, he play, He's out of LSU. Um, I've seen some mock drafts that have the Bills uh, picking him. Um, that could be a possibility, but I, I just don't see them. I see them taking a wide receiver at the oh, second pick. I, I like... Two, yeah, like either first, first or second pick, I see them taking the wide receiver. Like I know, I know the, I know, um, based on the column, the combine, uh, the one edge rusher Espinanza or whatever, however you pronounce his name, um, he's he's his had a he had a very bad forty time, so he's kind of his draft stock taking a hit, and people are like predict projecting him in like the 20s and people are like ooh the Bills fans were getting excited honestly I see the Bills pulling pulling a deal with with the with somebody and we all know they have that connection with Carolina and everything 
they could easily pull a trade with like the I saw what was I, I saw a mock mock draft somewhere and they did a trade with the Carolina Panthers where they traded the twenty second pick for the thirteenth pick. Mm-hmm. With with like the second round and and something else, and they took and they went after Henry Ruggs, and I'm like, that's not bad. That's not a bad idea, right there, sir. I'm like, I am a fan of this idea, but the thing is, is the Bills know where their weaknesses are, and the weaknesses are the wide receiver position. Who are you going to have supplement Devin Singletary at the running back position, and then the edge rusher because there's no guarantee that they bring back Shaq Lawson. Like, I would love to bring back Shaq Lawson. He had a decent year, but he's going to cost money. And it's the same thing of with the deal, them letting go of Harrison Phillips. Or, um, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan Phillips. Like, yeah, they're like, I have that on my own. It was like, Jordan Phillips had a great year. He's going to get paid, but the Bills just kind of got themselves out of salary cap hell. Why put yourself back in it? Even though you're sitting on 80-something million dollars and whatever thing. So if the Bills from here on out can go into the offseason with, with 80, 90 million or whatever and come out with still having 10, 10 to 25 left over, especially with, the, especially with the fact that they have Josh Allen coming up, you have Tremaine Edmonds, you have Tredavious White, and you know you're going to have to pay that man. It's like they have their core team coming up like contract extensions, which is going to be a lot of money. Because, to be honest, I, I, like I said, I use Madden as kind of a representation. Josh Allen's a free agent in my Madden season. Man's asking for $137 million. I know it's a video game. I, I don't think Josh Allen's going to ask for $137 million in real life. But that's a lot of money. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> it's the thing of, honestly, as far as the draft goes, I want to see them address the wide receiver position because there's other, because that second round, you can dra- you can address that edge rush position because there's going to be players there that give that have that ability. The That first round pick, I want them to draft a wide receiver. Same. And unfortunately, I, I've, I've, and it's like everybody was on the T. Higgins train and everything for the longest time. I never got on that train. Be- he didn't even, correct me if I'm wrong, but he didn't even run. No. He didn't run his 40. Nope. So that, that just gives a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. I don't know about you. But. Yeah. Like the, fa- <laughs> like the fact that you don't have a 40 time, and that's one of the... That's one of the deciding factors as far as wide receivers is, like, what you can do on that 40 time. Like, yeah, do we know T. Higgins is, is talented? Yes, we do. We see, uh-huh. We've seen his games. But can he work in the Bills system? I honestly don't think he can. He He's a possession type guy. He's not a stretch the field over the middle, create space for everyone else like Henry Ruggs would be. Because... Sorry, I I'm I grew up in the days of wide receiver, love very fast wide receivers, especially especially in the sense of like a Desmond Howard and a um and everything is like guys with speed they create openings for everybody else. 
because you're caught you have to defensively plan for that speed and just look at just look at some of the wide receiver some of the young wide receivers that have that speed today like Tyreek Hill Tyreek Hill opens up that entire Kansas City offense because of his speed and it allow it allows everybody else to be open you have it was the same thing with with Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham got drafted. He, his talent of route running and, and his speed opened up the passing game for the Giants at times. It's If you're going to draft a wide receiver who's going to be your number one guy, he's got to be able to cre- bring focus to himself but create openings for everyone else. And Henry Ruggs would do that because he's got the familiarity with Dayball's offense. Right. And my understanding is McBean has... Brandon Bean and yeah yeah no I get yeah that don't get it yeah um, it, it, he checks all the boxes and um, I just I personally think he would be a good fit for our system oh absolutely now looking into like the later later rounds and everything like honestly the Bills team for the most part is built really well you you have based on the draft that they had last year and also the 18 free agent signings you have the you have the solid build there now you have to supplement everything else and granted uh Brandon Bean came out and said don't expect us to sign 19 players again we're they're going to be active they're going to be active I guarantee they're going to be active you might see them sign one or two players and Maybe even one, just one or two players, and they might be kind of low-key supplement the roster signings, or they might go out and make make a little bit of a splash by signing an edge rusher like a Matthew Judon, or like a Shaquille Barrett if Tampa Bay decides to not franchise him. Because this is the thing: is you have all that, and then you have the draft. And then you still have to supplement your running game because you no longer have Frank Gore. Yes, you have T.J. Yeldon, and yes, you have Christian Wade, because who's becoming a cult, cult, cult member in in the Buffalo Buffalo fandom. Everybody's like, well, give this guy a chance. I, it, it's one of the things of based on what I saw in the preseason from Christian Wade. Does he get more of an opportunity this preseason? I think he does. But he's got no NFL. He's got no no legitimate football experience. He's a rugby player, so uh-huh. it's while he can r- grab the ball and run. He there's other things in the, from the running back position you have to do. You have to learn how to read blitzes. You have to learn how to block. You have to learn how to be that checkdown guy when your QB's in trouble. Because unfortunately, I don't want to see Josh Josh Allen doing more damn hero ball. No. We we like because hopefully, hopefully the the wild card game taught taught us Josh Allen hero ball is is very dangerous. Yeah. So, but there there's there I've seen in mock drafts there's running backs in this draft that people are like saying they could draft in the in the later rounds. There's Anthony McFarland. There's a couple other guys. Like it's just a matter of who's going to fit your system. And I don't know if you. I don't know if you've gone like in depth as far as the mo- like draft 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 status and everything as far as like positional needs, but yeah, 
running back is running back. Granted, while it's not deep in this, like it doesn't have the prime talent that it's had in past years. It's more of a deeper class that you could draft a guy and me and and use him. I think. I think I think in my one my I'm referencing my Madden league again because I have the Bills. Um, I drafted a running back. I drafted a running back, and I'm basically got a one-two punch with him in Singletary. Uh-huh. And it's just it's fantastic. I'm like, all right, cool. You know what? If the Bills could have something like this in real life, they'd be they'd be good because it's just one of the things running back's that position that I think you need to supplement Devin Singletary with because he proved he proved that he can be the number one guy he did it's just who's going to be your number two yeah to be honest um, I haven't really researched much with who's available at the running back mm-hmm. uh, position um I've just been mainly focusing on wide receiver yeah. because this draft class is, has so much depth. <laughs> but I will definitely need to look into that, and we can talk about it next podcast. Yeah, next next show. Yeah, because um, really I've just been focused on like what who they're going to pick at the 22nd pick. Yeah, so. no, it's... That, and but it, yeah, definitely. No, that, I think better. I think that's like everybody's. That's kind of everybody's focus is who they're going to take it that, that twenty two. Whether whether they pull whether Brandon Bean decides to trade up or what they're going to do, like. And this is the thing, like me personally, yeah, the number one pick, go wide receiver. But I'm also looking at the other needs you have and what you uh-huh. and what you can do address them because. To be honest, you have a lot of free agent running backs out there. You have, of course, you have Frank Gore. You have Lamar Miller. You have Carlos Hyde. There's the big, there's the big ticket numbers of Melvin Gordon and Derek Henry. Which, but but do we even know is Frank Gore even coming back? I don't. I don't believe. He, I, I'm not sure if he is or not. Uh, yeah, that's. But that's the thing. I don't. I think also that they've moving. They're moving on from him because yeah. it was he helped to bring Devin Singletary along throughout the year. Absolutely. But when Devin Singletary is in there getting four and a half, five yards of carry, and then you bring you you're running Frank Gore on like a second and ten, and for two yards. It's like, hmm, we need some. And then what was what was made it even worse with the whole Frank Gore thing is when TJ Yeldon was in there, like TJ Yeldon was producing with with his with his with some runs and his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. I know, I think we forget that we have TJ Yeldon. Oh yeah, no. It, it, you know? Like a lot of people forget that we and also a lot of people forget he was a starter in Jacksonville. He had yeah. he had a decent season. So I, he, even I if used you to have him in fantasy a few years back. So I'm, I'm I was aware of him. Yeah. When we got him. So I was just surprised that, you know, some people on Twitter are kind of down on him and I'm like, give the guy a chance. Like honestly, I like honestly if you you draft you draft a running back and you draft a running back in the draft that that you can come in and kind of do a mix of that running back and TJ Yeldon 
as a supplement to Devin Singletary, I think you're I think you're be totally fine because it's DeMarco is still DeMarco is still a solid fullback. He he can still he can still block and everything. As long as we're not trying to throw him here and Larry passes, he's okay. I'm fine with him on my team. But it's the thing of it's starting to seem that Dayball is becoming more a more of a balanced run pass guy, and that's where the wide receiver position comes in because now you've you've addressed tight end where you for years the tight end position was Charles Clay, it, and he 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 obviously declined and wasn't worth the money he was being paid, so they they let him go. And then you bring in the the young guys in Dawson Knox and Tommy Sweeney, and you you bring in the blocker Lee Smith and everything, which I'm fine. Lee Smith catches a touchdown, one touchdown every year for for to make people money in a random betting thing. But it's the thing of you have talent at the tight end position, you have talent at the wide receiver position. Now you have to find that true number one guy because nothing against John Brown, he had a hell of a season. John Brown's not the number one guy. No, he hasn't. And also, and also the fact that nothing against and John Brown, Cole Beasley had a hell of a year, stat wise. But you really didn't get much else out of the wide receiver position because you didn't really have much else there. Yeah, you had Robert Foster. Yeah, you had Isaiah McKenzie. You had Duke Williams, but. Most teams now in the NFL, because it's a passing league, have your one, your two, and your three. Or they have a one, they have a two, and they have a two A. And the Bills don't have that. And McBean has stressed this. They need to score more points. Oh, oh God, yes. That's obvious well yeah so. that's the, the <laughs> that's why they have to listen listen they scored six, they they it was at least they scored 16 points in a playoff game so it wasn't three so i was happy with that but the but the fact that you're you were averaging like 21.7 points a game in a in an nfl passing league especially especially with when you saw the you saw the playoffs and then it's like Case in point, the Titans Titans game. Titans came out and had that big lead, and then all of a sudden it was like within 10 minutes, the Chiefs had put up 30 points, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. why can't we have these nice things? <laughs> we can't have nice things. No, we can if we, you know, execute. The, and use, we got to use this, this draft class to our advantage. Oh, that, that's... I completely Bill agree. said that 25 to 30, this is his prediction, 25 to 30 receivers should go in the first three rounds. Oh. It's like a t- shit ton of, pardon my French, shit ton of wide receivers. There, absolute, there, <laughs> there absolutely is. And... Like, that's crazy. What's, what's interesting is you have... Is NFL.com, like, release their their mock draft or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. They published it on the 21st of February. They updated it on the 25th at 6.30 in the morning. And NFL.com, I don't like you. Because you want to you know what they have the Bills doing? Drafting an offensive lineman. I saw someone drafting us, us having us draft a safety. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I was appalled by that. Cause I, I was like, we're really good on that position. So I've seen, <laughs> like, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, um, and what's funny is with the NFL draft, that they they have them they have them drafting Caesar Ruiz, offensive lineman from Michigan. Um, the bill and this is why the Bills guard play was less than stellar in 2019. Ruiz started at guard early in his career at Michigan, but moved to center with with Ben Breslin and Michael Oniwa, manning either side of him. Okay, the guard position for the Bills really didn't wasn't really that bad. Okay, like Quentin Spain was amazing like he him him and Mitch Morse at times along with Cody Ford were of the unbreakable wall at times running game like uh-huh. yes did did Feliciano and Ty Nishki and everything and Cody Ford kind of rotate at times yeah the guard play wasn't that bad it's the thing of I've seen like you saw how they drafted a safety. I've seen draft mock drafts where they've taken offensive linemen, they've taken um, random players, and I'm just like, you people not know what the Bills need. Like, go away. They clearly don't watch any of our games. Clearly, I did. So I that's did. The problem: we're a small market team. People overlook us. You know. <laughs> I did, uh, I did do, I did see a tweet, I retweeted it, and it kind of, it kind of made me, it kind of made me happy a little bit, um, I just gotta find it because I, I was being, I was being a retweet, retweet monster for everything else, um. Have you seen me on Twitter? Yeah, I know. I- I'm a fiend. I'm addicted. I think I have a problem. <laughs> Wait, you need a, the Twitter intervention? Yeah. <laughs> you need a, tw- a Twitter intervention, huh? Um, it was basically the sense of the bills being and, like, TV ratings or whatever. Mm. And, like, when the bills... And when the Bills are good, it's good for the NFL, like, overall. Yes, I retweeted that. That was by, um... Who said that? I can't... Yeah. I'm like, I know I retweeted it. I'm just like, where... where? I'm like, where is it? Oh, okay, here it is. Uh, okay. Matt, Maddie, Maddie Glab, who does, who's a Bills beat reporter. Uh-huh. Um, Ian Rappaport on what the Bill, what Bills success means for the NFL. In a weird way, it's almost like the NFL is better when the Bills are very good because the fans are so passionate and everyone knows how much it means to them. Hashtag Bills Mafia. Absolutely freaking true. If the Bills, oh sorry. If the Bills are good and playing well, it's like the NFL's the NFL succeeds even more because like pain point look at your ratings for the playoff game and the Thanksgiving day game yeah like the breaking yeah like they breaking (laughs) both away games Bills fans have traveled hell we took over Tennessee for a weekend there were like they they went in Tennessee there were no Titans fans there were none Titans fans did not exist that weekend it was all Bills fans from what I've been told. They must have sold all their tickets to Bills fans. Cause, <laughs> something. Yeah, that was something, something. crazy. <laughs> but 
it was the thing of he's not wrong. Like if the the ratings prove it, it's like when the Bills are successful that it the it flourishes. So one thing that I wanted to bring up was okay. uh, Sean McDermott. I believe said if you come to Buffalo, you'll become the best version of you that you've ever seen before, on and off the field. So players are buying into the system when they come to Buffalo. Which is pretty awesome. Oh no, that's absolutely awesome because there's been there's been forever that stigma that nobody wants to come to play in Buffalo. And it's not like Siberia. No, here. like Buffalo it, summers are hot AF. Like, okay, this is we're not talking like people act as if it's like Siberia. Yeah. Well, yes. Okay. We, we we do have we do have the 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 potential the potential chance of of getting blasted with nine feet of snow in twenty four hours, That's of course. True. Okay, true. but the thing is, if you look at Buffalo as a whole throughout the year, the minute the weather turns nice, and say like anywhere from the middle of April, or and throughout to like August, there's constantly things going on like warm weather in buffalo there's constant there's there's festivals there's food festivals there's um there's god there's carnivals there's free concerts there's non tons of things going on and then during the cold months we have the bills and sabers granted the sabers are the sabers but the bills were the bills at one point it's like it, it's honestly I've talked to I've talked to many people that are fans of both teams and we we've decided that both of our teams cannot be good at the same time. Like you know how you, there's other cities where like teams in in that area are good at the same time like, like you Boston. like you being in Boston. You yeah. ha- okay for the longest time you had the Patriots, the Celtics and Red Sox all good all at the same time. <laughs> ah. Buffalo, That's Buffalo's crazy. not allowed this. Buffalo's not allowed this because if you really look at it, and I thought about it, it, is the Bills had the early '90s. The Sabers were kind of the Sabers were kind of okayish, or whatever. The Bills fell off because Jim Kelly retired and everything. So you had like the '96, '97 season. That's when the Sabers were good. The and the Bill, the Bills were kind of good in '99, but like they had Drew Bledsoe lose to. Pittsburgh Steelers third stringers about crying out loud. So and then the Sabres were like Stanley Cup finalists, and it's like if you look at everything, we cannot have both teams be good at the same time. Right. And it's very right. and it's very angering. One thing that I tell people because I they know I go to Buffalo enough. Yeah. Um. What's it like? I'm like it's definitely a football town because Sundays. For football. Oh well, this this is the thing. It's I've people rain in that city. Yeah, unlike well, other cities that don't have that football. It's like almost like a college football town esque feel. Oh, absolutely. It, Does that make sense? Yeah, dude. People yeah. are parked in the parking lots on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's unreal. With it's, RVs and everything, it, it's ridiculous. But this is the thing. I've told people like when people are like, "Oh, where are you from?" I'm like, "I'm from Buffalo." Oh, that's cool and everything. I was like, yeah, we're a sports town with a drinking problem. Yeah. So, 
I know. Funny enough, I always argue Boston as a city is not a football city. No, it's not. And I know people are going to say, well, what about the Patriots? The Patriots aren't in Boston. They're in Foxborough. Foxborough. They're not even, they're closer to Providence, Rhode Island than they are Boston. Like, like I I have Patriots, I have friends that are Patriots fans. Yeah. And, like, the Patriots... They're not called the Boston Patriots. They're called the New England Patriots, people. Like, Boston is more of a baseball and hockey town than they are a football town. Maybe even Celtics, but other than that, yeah. Well, they were a basketball town in the 70s, so... Because Celtics were just winning winning championships. But, yeah, the... Boston... Boston's more of a baseball, basketball, hockey town than they are a football town. And... I'm I'm hopefully to experience this this summer because I'm planning at least a trip to to Fenway because it's on my list. Of, oh, it's on awesome. my list of sta- stadiums to to try see a game at. Yes, it's it's an experience. It's so oh, much fun. Absolutely. Like I, I highly recommend taking the tour. Well, yeah, that's yeah. That, that's definitely on the list of things to do. Like mm-hmm. I I want to see Boston's Gardens and mm-hmm. all that all that fun stuff and enjoy the food because like it's one of the things of buffalo is one of these cities that we are passionate about our our sports and the players like the the thing now is there's and not to get off topic football the thing now is it's been found out that jack eichel has been playing with a sports hernia basically Mm -hmm. and people are twitter on like People on Twitter are like, why are you letting him play? We don't have anything to play for. And now that it's March 1st and they're essentially eliminated from the playoffs, basically, it's like now people are like, yo, why are you why are you playing him just to play? Like, stop. Just stop it. And it's just like I'm like, hmm. I I was like, I I put it to the same sense that if. There was a report that came out that said Josh Allen was playing hurt throughout the year, or whatever, because or because of the hit that he took against the Patriots and everything. Like that had like some kind of semblance to hit to his decision making at times. I I guarantee you, Bills fan would have been like, we understand that he's our quarterback, but we'd rather have him 100% healthy than playing hurt and risk further injury mm. not saying that Matt Barkley's not a, Matt Barkley's not not Josh Allen but Matt Barkley's a QB that can come in and manage a game Grant like that and it was and it was shown that last game against the Jets so they weren't trying yeah. to win but Matt Barkley kind of went in and managed the game as well as he could with the people that they were playing so and that's the thing like we've talked about how them Possibly looking at the backup quarterback position, like you still want Matt Barkley to be your your backup if something happens to Josh Allen, or do you want to sign somebody that has starting experience that can keep the ship afloat? God help something happen to Josh Allen because he likes to just kind of play like Cam Newton. And yeah. this is the thing, like there's. I actually I had a talk with a friend of mine that lives down in Carolina and she told she she told me she's like you guys realize Josh Allen is like Cam Newton just with a better arm right and I'm like 
rocket arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I understand this. Oh, also, also, I want Josh. I want Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes in the throwing challenge from like the skill yes. skill competition like years they back. Do it for I, charity. Like I tweeted, like I tweeted the picture where they did like the throwing challenge with like Favre and Harbaugh and everything. I was like, I was like, if I. If I, I'm like, I need this with Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes. That's it. I don't care about any other quarterback. Just uh-uh. Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, charity event. Who's who can throw the ball the longest? Right. There, there's definitely interest in both parties. So. Oh yeah. Someone needs to organize this. I'll champion it if I need to. <laughs> you champion a lot of things. <laughs> I try. You try. You have. You have. You have the you have the following. That's that's and the clout, as the young kids say. Oh, the the clout. Yeah, that's that's the clout. That's like a new term. Yeah, that's always that that's always a that's always a good thing to ha- that's always a good thing to have. I do have yeah. I do have a question for you, and it's kind of off topic. Oh boy. How 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 and why are you giving up donuts for Lent? Donuts are delicious. <laughs> Um, cause donuts are my kryptonite. They are your kryptonite. Yeah, like some people give up like chocolate or, like I have a friend that's giving up alcohol, which is like, that's like a huge sacrifice. Yeah, that, 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 I don't know about Um, that. Some people give up social media. I definitely couldn't give up Twitter. So I was like, okay, I'll just do donuts. And it's, you know, it's only like 40 days. You made a horrible, you made a horrible life choice. (laughs) There are loopholes, though, because on Sundays you you don't have to observe that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) well, there's also, there's also even more loopholes because there's things that are next to donuts that are technically not donuts. Right. Like, would cronuts count? I don't know. Um, to, to a degree. I know there's, I know... There's the fa- there's they're like the there's like the fosh knots that Oh yeah. Those those granted they're next to donuts, they're not a donut. <laughs> they're they're a flat sugary de- de- treat. But yeah. no, I and what was bad is Paula's donuts um they're doing it for March. They're doing the a charity oh. thing for the donut and they released a chocolate chip cookie dough donut. And I saw it on Twitter, and oh I immediately God. thought of you. And I'm like, she made a horrible life choice. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, luckily, I think I'm planning on going to Buffalo in, like, June. So uh, it'll be past that. So when I get Paula's donuts, I'll be good to go. Well, so. when you when you come to Buffalo, <laughs> when you come to Buffalo, we will have to do a pot. We will have to do a show, oh, like, in person. Definitely. In person. Definitely. Um. <laughs> I will. I will say this. I. I am a fan of the new Twitter name, the Hot Pockets Princess. Oh yeah, that's that's a people keep asking me. That's a very timely trending topic with the Hot Pocket heiress. Yeah. Getting in trouble with the whole uh, scandal. Yeah, I was like uh, that. Actually, originated in Boston, so like. Right I, 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 saw I saw that. I was like, <laughs> I, I do enjoy. I do enjoy hot pockets every now and then. I know it's just so random, like hot pot. Like apparently, that she's a hot pocket heiress. Like yeah, I was like so I, random. I saw that, and I'm like, I saw that, and I'm like, you've become an heiress off hot pockets. I could believe that. I wish I had your life. Cause I, I'm like I have bought many hot pockets in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, but I'm hot pocket princess. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. So, as we're getting up to like move 
finishing up here and everything, there's the yeah. lovely thing of free agency because everybody I know everybody's focused on the draft and and whatnot, but free agency is before the draft, people. Don't worry about the why are you worrying? I'm like, it's like, everybody, yeah, I know that everybody's focused on the draft and everything because of the combine and everything, but it's the thing of NFL free agency is before the draft, so it's going to be interesting to see what, like, truly happens. And, of course, NFL.com released their free agents by position uh, a, couple of days, uh, a couple days ago, and... They do note these lists are not intended to be complete, but rather the key free agents in the league at each position. Now, a quarterback, Randy, we don't need a quarterback. You have you have Tom Brady, you have Teddy Bridgewater, you have Case Keenum, Marcus Mariota, McCown, Prescott, so on and so forth. Running back, which is a position the Bills would like to address. You have Amir Abdullah, Peyton Barber, Kenyon Drake, Melvin Gordon, Frank Gore, Derrick Henry, Jordan Haller, Carlos Hyde, and others. To be honest, I wouldn't mind them signing it. I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind them signing like a Kenyon Drake. Because he 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 got traded from Miami to Car- from Arizona and he had a sol- he had a solid he had a solid season. Granted, I'm yeah, sure he it, it makes me wonder what Miami did to him to not be productive, but once he well, leaves Miami. <laughs> I, I, you want to know? You want to know? Two words. Adam Gase. Look at the Jets. Look at the Jets. They have Le'Veon Bell. I Granted, I know the man took a year off, but he's still one of the most talented running backs in, in the NFL. Adam Gase. Um, now, the wide receiver position, of course, something that we the Bills wanted to address. You have Nelson Aguilar, Jerome and Allison, Amari Cooper, Devin Funches, Ty- Taylor Gabriel, AJ Green. People, um, I know the Bills are kind. Of, I know Bills fans are kind of like on the AJ Green bandwagon. <sighs> well, I saw just recently, like when we first started this, they're gonna apply the franchise tag. Yeah, that's that's what I saw because you. So. Yeah. You, you want because. No, nothing against the Bengals. You want like you want that you want AJ Green on that roster f- to for for Mr. Joe Burrow. Like <sighs> like I I don't trust the yeah. I don't trust the Cincinnati wide receivers with Joe Burrow unless you have the AJ Green there. Who so can, what are the what are the odds that Cincinnati doesn't drop Joe Burrow? Slim and none. Like like the like the only the only way that I see Cincinnati not jo- not drafting Joe Burrow is if they get a ridiculous trade offer from someone that needs a quarterback, aka Carolina Panthers. That would be Twitter would go nuts. And yes, Twitter would go nuts, and I but I would be a fan of it. But then again, but then again, but then again, it's also the thing of I also don't see Carolina doing it because you still have Cam Newton, and uh-huh. granted, he's still he he's he had the injury and everything last year, and the owner the the new owner, and even the head coach have come out kind of like we'll we'll see like let us know when Cam Newton is one hundred percent healthy, and then we'll figure out what we're doing as far as quarterback goes. 
because Cam Newton has proved that that man cannot be 100% healthy. Now, the interesting thing is with the edge defenders, and that being the position the Bills need looks at, you have Eric Armstead, Vic Beasley, Shaquille Barrett, uh, Jadavion Clowney, Jamie Collins, Dante Fowler Jr., Everson Griffin, who who has pretty much said he's opting out of his contract in Minnesota. Um, you have you have the man that every Bills Mafia member on Twitter is is courting, Yannick Nick Nagatu. Every time he tweets, yep, we slide into his mentions. Yeah, every every time that man tweets a highlight or something, it's like Bills Mafia goes, "Hello, sir." Hello, hello. We're here. We are here. Come to come to our team. It's like leave that dumpster fire that is the Jaguars organization and come to Buffalo. Yeah, with a winning culture. So well, there's also there's also the corner there's also the cornerback position, which has kind of been uh-huh. a thing. Is people are kind of like, okay, if we're gonna trade, if we're gonna pay Tre'Davious White all this money. We need to find somebody that's slightly better than Levi Wallace. And I know there's been on Twitter, like, a lot of people kind of campaigning for Josh Norman. He's old, though. Josh Norman is not what Josh Norman was three years ago when he he had the all-star season in Carolina. And, like, to be honest, and I liked somebody's tweet, is Josh Norman is essentially Levi Wallace, just just older and slower. And I'm like, okay. There, the cornerback position that you have with listed, you have Eli Apple, you have James Bradbury, which I wouldn't mind James Bradbury being a number two corner. He he's he's solid, but I also don't really want to pay him what he probably would want. Um, you have Kendall Fuller, who is a solid cornerback. You have Bradley Roby. You have Logan Ryan. Ro- Logan Ryan. You have Jimmy Smith. You have guys there that can supplement that number two position. At across across from Tre'Davious White, the thing is, is with cornerback and everybody having wide receivers um, abundance with this draft and the league itself, he gotta at least have four cornerbacks that know how to cover well. And it was the project of Levi Wallace and Kevin Johnson at times wasn't very successful, and. Teams exploited it because they're like, hmm, Tredavious White's over there. We're going to throw over here because they have no one. And it's like that Miami game, Devontae Parker, just they, he brutalized Levi Wallace. Didn't I read a stat that White, like, apparently didn't allow a touchdown? No, he didn't. He, the he, entire season? I yeah. thought I read that somewhere, but he just didn't allow it. Yeah, no, he didn't so al- he he, he did not allow one tu- he did not he did not allow one touchdown in coverage. Um him and Stefan Gilmore were like basically oh, yeah. had zero and zero for the up until the John Brown double move that everybody yeah. on Twitter was like, ha 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 best cornerback my ass. You got <laughs> burned. <laughs> Well, we, we know Stefan Gilmore. We've seen the good, bad, and the ugly. So. We have. And, <laughs> like, and this is the thing with Stefan Gilmore is we all know his talent. We all knew his talent when they drafted him. Mm-hmm. 
unfortunately, I think they draft you. He got drafted at a time where the Bills weren't really on the upswing, and the Bills weren't getting the national attention that they have been. Imagine Stephon Gilmore on the team now. Holy mother of God, that defense would just be ridiculous. Because yeah. if you have, granted, granted, you'd you'd also have like a hundred million dollars wrapped up into both two cornerbacks, but I'd be okay with it because you have Gilmore and White on each side, and then you have Hyde and Poyer in the at safeties. Mm, I'm okay with this. I need to try. I might have to try this theory out. Might have to try this theory out. Organize, organize, and no, no cap, no cap in the on Madden, and try this theory out. <laughs> See, like just, just trade him, just like put him on the Bills, and put, put, put certain players on the Bills, and just do a simulated season and see what happens. Maybe I'll do this. That'll be my, go. that'll be my project for next, for the next show. Yeah, you'll have to let us know how that pans out. I'll, I'll have to see, but it's the thing of. With the with the with the upcoming draft, the upcoming free agency, everything, it's going to be interesting because we're all we're all interested to see what the Bills are actually doing, the, because the Bills have cut have truly become one of them teams where you don't know exactly what McDermott and Bean are going to do, like they've they've play they play it very tight to the vest, and. Being that someone's lived through the Doug Whaley days, it's nice. It's nice to have a GM that actually knows what they're doing. Yeah, for once. <laughs> for once. But it, it's one of the things of looking at the mock, looking at the draft itself. I, I think we're both in agreement that we want Henry Ruggs at number in the first round. Yeah. So McBean, as you are called. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a little bit of a touch from Turnbuckle Talk because we make predictions on Turnbuckle Talk and yet they come true and we, 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 we just want our payment for it. That's all. That's, that's it. Cool. I'm gonna make a prediction. McBean, McBean is going to make it work a trade to get up from the 22nd spot somewhere and they're gonna pick and they're gonna draft Henry Ruggs. I swear yeah. if I, if it happens, I want a Bills jersey. You owe me a Bills jersey. <laughs> I will get. I will. I will be. I will go on Twitter and be like, tweet the bills and be like, here's my address. Send me my jersey. I gave you a perfect idea. Trade for Henry Ruggs. Trade the picks. I, will, I would totally be down for that. Cause to uh, trade. Cause we've made. Uh, what was funny is we've made me and me and my co-host for the wrestling podcast I do. We'll make. We've made random predictions over the last like four or five months, and we've made them weeks before they've come true. And then they come true, and like me, I'm just. I was like, I just want tickets to WrestleMania. That's it. My buddy want. My buddy wants the the heavy the the heavyweight champion fiend title, like just for because he's a horror fan. And I'm like, yo, give us our props, ten percent. That's it. That's all we ask. That's our fee. Okay. So I made the prediction. So I guarantee you, somebody in Bill's Mafia lands listening to this at 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 the stadium and going. Hey, this podcast just gave us a good idea. We might want to do this. They asked for they asked for a jersey. That that's fair. <laughs> Not like it's going to happen, signed but signed too. Huh? Can I have it signed? Yeah, I know, right? 
be one of those be one of those be one of those things like you have a jersey and it's signed let's put it in a picture frame yeah so i'm definitely gonna have to start tweeting out more about you know causing a stir on this whole rugs talk to kind of get a movement going i <laughs> you 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 probably would be able to do that too with the following you have right <laughs> Just, just, just start the hashtag rugs to Buffalo. Yeah, I, I'm gonna do that today, right after we finish this. Yeah, it's like, um. like, direct, find highlights of his, his combine and just like hashtag rugs, rugs to Buffalo. Make it Honestly, happen. It was a journey for me in my research of the different wide receivers because there's so many. So the fact that we both settled on this guy is just. It was meant to be, so hopefully. Like I, like I like other, I like other wide receivers in the draft, and if they yeah. don't get rugs, like I, I have, I have like a top, I have like a top three, top four list of wide receivers that I, I would be totally okay with with the Bills drafting. Yeah. Um, and the the top of the list is, is plain and simple is is Rick is Henry Ruggs, plain and simple, but. After that, if they get Chenault Jr. or they get Jalen Rigor or they maybe they get a C.D. Lamb or a Jerry Judy, like I'm okay with this because mm-hmm. I just don't I just don't want T. Higgins. That's it. Yeah, and it's one of those things. I have so much trust in McBean. Yeah. That whoever they decide, I'll I'll ride. The oh yeah, I'll ride. Like you whoever know. they decide on, I'll ride with it. But I'm like. But not maybe not T. But yeah, I, I don't know about T. Higgins. I'm not. I'm not. The fact he'll even be available. Then I don't know. I don't. I. I honestly don't know. It's going to be interesting to like build building up because the draft. The draft is in April, of course. It's but, so exciting! Like that night is like yeah. The the nice. fact that they. The fact that they've built it out the way that they have, where the yeah. first round is just one night, the second round is the second, the se- the second, second and third rounds is the second night, and then picks four through seven. Like that third night, I could care less. I'm just like I see Twitter. Like that's it. The second yeah. night, I'm kind of like, okay, I watch the second round and I pay attention to the third round, but I'm like, but the first, like the first round is the one I watch, like from start to finish. Just because it's I want to so see, where, I want to see where thing, I want to see where people, people will land. Yeah, and then there's like trade up. Oh yeah. And there's that. There's the surprises. There's, what <laughs> like, What's funny is, um, with because I have Dish Network, is mm-hmm. like I'll do the split screen between ESPN and like the NFL Network, and hear the. The the like the rivalry like people like on ESPN you have Mel Kiper and Mel Kiper and all that and the NFL Network has their people and it's kind of like hearing each other and they're basically saying the same thing but in different words it's hilarious <laughs> it, it's so it's so funny it's like it's like pro, like prospect A like Mel Kiper will say something somebody on NFL Network say something. But it's the exact same way, just said in different words, and I'm just like, "Do you guys not have an original thought in your heads?" Jesus, it's terrible. No, they don't. They're a machine. Yeah, that a that's robot. 
That's the truth. That is the truth. But, well, for next next episode, you have to do researching for running backs and edge positions. Yeah. That is your job. Me, I will, I will, I will do a lovely uh, fantasy simulation roster in Madden and see what happens, and we'll and we'll have to recap that. Make make something fun next week, because in a couple of weeks we're gonna have free agency and the draft, so that's gonna be all we're gonna be talking about. <laughs> and also for the next few weeks. Yeah, and also we have to we have to start working on guests. To, yes. We have to try to get some guests on. I'm gonna I'm gonna put out some feelers as far as people here in Buffalo that I know, and see mm-hmm. if I can see if I can ra- get people on as far as people I know and everything, and see their opinions on said draft. But that's gonna do it for us, for Steffi, mm-hmm. Patchy. This has been across the bills. Also, honest on a side note, um, Mister Miss Social Media Connoisseur. Uh, our our I know we have the main logo that fits in with the brand of across the board and everything, but the secondary logo that you will get to use for everything else is going to be done very soon, and okay. I think you're gonna like it because I kind of have seen a little bit of a preview of it, but it's I think you're gonna be a fan of it. Oh, <laughs> can you give me a hint? Um. It basically it basically uses our uh, the name across the bills, but it's going to incorporate players and players and or the logo with an end zone. Oh, nice! So it's just a matter of how uh, my graphic design my my friend who does the graphic design and all my logos or everything puts it all together. So. That's awesome. But then once we get that logo, then you can have fun in creating like a Facebook page and all that, all that fun stuff that you have total control over. Excellent. So, but as I said, for Steffi, this is Pat G. This has been Across the Bills. Check out all the content from Across the Board Sports on Twitter and very, and our website, tons of podcasts, especially especially for the people down in Cleveland. They have tons of coverage down there because that's where everybody freaking lives, apparently. (laughs) So, but it's been fun. We will see you next week. And Steffi has a project. I have a project. It'll be a fun show next week. So keep it locked, and we will see you on the flip side.